Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 56. This is going to be interesting today because I'm fighting off a cold, but I am sitting here with my cup of tea and my box of tissues, and we're going to get through this. Just bear with me if I sound a little different today. I didn't want to leave y'all hanging, even though I'm not having the best week. Today, I want to talk about some of the emotional responses that we have to different situations and what they mean versus how we typically translate them and how that can affect our actual overall happiness with our life. That might have sounded kind of complex and confusing, but I promise I'm going to explain this all for you and hopefully it will end up making a lot of sense. Our emotions are really just alert systems. You can think of them like the lights on your dashboard in your car. Most of the time when they turn on, it's not indicating an immediate emergency. It is saying, hey, there's this part that might need some maintenance. And that's really what a lot of our emotions that we experience are doing for us. Where we get ourselves in trouble is when we take an emotion as a truth rather than an alarm system that there's something else we need to look at. The other way we can get ourselves in trouble is when we are trying to have a specific emotion like happiness or love, and we think that there's a very specific way to achieve that. And so what ends up happening is we miss the actual real opportunity to have those sensations of love and happiness. Now, I want to start off by saying that your emotions are important. They are valid. Emotions, just like opinions, are not arguable. No one gets to tell you what you should or shouldn't feel at any given time. Their validity, however, does not change the power of their message or their intended purpose. So let's be really clear on that. Emotions are valid. They are not necessarily the direction for what to do next or the ultimate goal. So let me give you a couple of examples of exactly what I'm describing here. You have to make a very tough decision. Neither option seems that great to you. You pick one, you make it, and now you feel sad. You might be inclined to think, because I feel sad, this must not have been the correct decision. That's not necessarily what that means. It is perfectly acceptable to have the sensation of being sad, even when the decision that you made was in fact the correct one. Perhaps you had to remove somebody from your life that you care about, however, they are not healthy for you. That would naturally bring about the emotion of sadness. Maybe you have to make the choice to move to another location and leave your family and friends behind and start fresh. Naturally, it would make sense to feel some sadness in that situation. So while it is important to honor that sadness, that's not letting you know that that decision was wrong. Here's another one, stress and anxiety. You may think that the sensation of stress or anxiety is telling you, slow down, you're doing too much. And typically, if you are experiencing stress or anxiety, it may feel like you are actually doing too much. Usually, though, that's not the core message with stress and anxiety. What is typically going on is you are not doing enough of the right activities 
or you are not doing enough of the things that align with your true authentic self. So you could see how if you're experiencing stress and anxiety, your response to that might be, I just need to take a down day. I just need to veg out. I need to unwind. I need to just not get out of bed today. When really that's not what you need. What you need is to do the types of activities that are authentic to you and match your purpose and your aligned goals and your needs. Let's look at this from the other side now real quick. I mentioned happiness and love. We all just want to be happy, right? And what do we think happiness looks like? No worries, no money problems, good health, sunshine and rainbows, the perfect house, the perfect car, all those things, right? One would think that's how you find happiness. And then happiness evades you and you're wondering why your life is so miserable. The difference between happy people and unhappy people is not whether or not there's no medical problems, no financial concerns, a good house, any of those things, right? We've all seen that poor person that seems happier than everybody else, and we've all seen that miserable rich person. So clearly that's not it, even though for some reason that still seems to be the psyche, especially here in America, that that's happiness. But this is easy to rectify when we remember what emotions are and what they aren't. The emotion of happiness is achieved by feeling capable of handling whatever life throws at you. Happiness is just like every other emotion. It is an alert on the dashboard, letting you know that something is going on. This time that something that is going on is you feel confident and capable to handle your current situation. Love, safety, and belonging are in place. You love yourself, you know you're where you're supposed to be at, and you're confident you can handle the current situation. You're safe in the knowledge of your own capabilities. So what is unhappiness telling us? Is it telling us that we need more things, flashier people, more money? Or is it saying, look, dude, clearly in this situation, you don't feel like you're where you're supposed to be at. You don't feel like you can handle it. And you're not really loving yourself very much right now. Let's talk about anger real quick. What is anger telling us? Anger is not a base emotion. Think of it like primary colors, right? We have red, yellow, blue. You mix them together, you get different colors. Anger is not a primary color. Anger is an emotional response because the emotion that's being felt doesn't feel like it can be felt or is perceived as wrong or weak or similar variations of that. So using, again, a car as an example, I wanted to share with you real quick what happened to my husband's truck. He had a ball bearing loose in his front tire. Then he hit a pothole, which knocked it even more loose. And the way that his dashboard responded was to send off multiple alerts. None of those things were actually wrong with the car. It was just the ball bearing needed to be fixed, but the truck did not know how to respond to that. So it just set off a random multitude of alarms. That's anger. So if you're experiencing anger, then it's really important to go, okay, I need to be a safe place for myself to figure out why anger was necessary and why my actual emotion was not okay for me to acknowledge. Am I embarrassed? Is it not okay to be hurting? Am I feeling silly or stupid? What is going on? Anger is one of the great deceivers. We feel angry. Our anger feels justified because man, is it intense. 
and we either stay angry or we double down on why we're angry and we're doing ourselves and whoever we're angry with a huge disservice because we're allowing the real issue to be masked. So if you're experiencing anger, I want you to think of it like that ball bearing. It's knocked your whole truck off balance and all the other systems are sending out crazy messages. That's not what's really wrong. You need to look at what knocked you off balance. So what do you do with this? What I want you to do is acknowledge the emotion, acknowledge its validity, acknowledge its purpose in your life, and then remember that it is not in charge, nor is it dictating what you need to do next, nor is it dictating whether or not you're right or wrong. In fact, it may not even be telling you if you have been wronged, right? Because if I get corrected and then I am embarrassed and then I am frustrated with myself and neither of those two emotions feel okay. And then I get angry at the person who called me out. And then it feels like they shouldn't have done that to me. Have I actually been done a disservice? Have I actually been hurt? Or am I simply uncomfortable with a truth? This can go the other way as well. If you're getting stressed out at work every day and you just keep thinking you're just doing too much and you're overwhelmed. And then you break this down and you go, you know what? I always start to feel stressed out after lunch. And every day at lunch, my boss comes into my cubicle and gets way up in my personal space and always touches my shoulder and kind of rubs my back and kind of smells my hair. Stress is covering up that you're having this other sensation because part of you is thinking, I don't have the right to say anything. This is just how men are. I probably deserve this. Maybe it's flattering. Whatever your brain is trying to tell you to help you cope. If we only focus on the emotion of stress, we're missing that something is happening to you that needs to be addressed. So when you see the alarm go off and you've acknowledged the emotion that it is vital, you understand what it may be telling you and what it is definitely not telling you. What I want you to do next is look at why the alarm went off. Why are you feeling stressed? Why are you feeling happy? Why are you feeling unhappy? Why are you feeling loved? Why are you feeling unloved? Our emotions are funny things. And I'm going to jump back to the car analogy because, well, I'm liking it this episode. (laughs) Have you ever woken up on an especially cold morning and you get into your car and the sensor goes off telling you the air pressure in your tires is low? But you know it's not really low. It's just that the cold has compressed the air and it's made it appear low. But once you start driving and it warms up outside, your tires are going to go back to normal, right? That false alarm. Our emotions can do that too. We can have an alert and then after taking in the surroundings and circumstances go, okay, I recognize that that alarm is going off. It's not actually an emergency. I'm just going to wait this out. I know it's eventually going to turn itself back off. Childhood trauma can cause alarms to go off that don't need to be going off. Unhealthy past relationships can make alarms go off that don't need to be going off. Being made to feel that your feelings or thoughts or opinions are wrong. Being belittled or mistreated can cause the wrong sensors to go off. So if you're listening to this podcast, probably you struggle with self-esteem. You struggle with self-esteem, probably your sensors aren't quite all tuned in the way they need to be for them to sound off at appropriate times in your life or to sound off with the correct message. This is why it is so important that you take the time to look at where it's coming from. Why is it going off? Does it need to be going off? 
It's never, I'm sad, therefore blank must be true. Or I'm happy, therefore blank must be true. It should always be, I'm sad, why is this the emotion that I'm feeling? I'm happy, why is this the emotion that I'm feeling? I'm stressed, what is causing this sensation right now? I'm angry, what other emotions am I not letting myself feel in the moment? You will have so much power over your own emotional destiny and your life choices when you're able to look at emotions for what they are and then make your decisions according to what is causing those emotions to go off versus what the emotions are. Now, I don't ever want you telling yourself emotion you're wrong because that emotion is there for a reason. Yet you can help yourself get to another emotional state by taking a deep breath, looking at your surroundings and the circumstances that got you there, being respectful to the past circumstances that might have caused this type of reaction in the situation. And then you can say, I recognize this alarm was going off and I'm choosing to have a different response. And that's really the goal here. In fact, I can do this right now. Our whole family is sick, including my grandbaby. Our contractor hasn't shown up in over a week. My husband's windshield was cracked. Both of my boys are getting ready to start school this spring, which is a bunch of paperwork and forms and information needed that can be very overwhelming. I could look at all this and say, I am really unhappy and stressed out this week, but I'm not. I'm actually happy this week and I am stress-free this week. Why? Well, because I feel capable in handling all of these different things. I am secure in the knowledge that we have set ourselves up appropriately to be able to handle all of these things. We are addressing all of these things as a family. The contractor showing up is not personal. I know we're all going to get over being sick. Everything is going to be as it should be in another week or so. I am taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my family. I'm taking the extra rest that I need. So I'm doing all the things that I need to be doing. That's what this can look like for you. That's what it should look like for you. When you don't let the immediate emotion dictate how everything else is going to go. When you are taking all the steps necessary to take the best possible care of you that you can. When you are living the life that you are meant to live. There might be bumps in the road. There might be alarms that go off. There might be things that happen that are upsetting. And yet you can still be stress-free and happy. You can still be okay. You can get frustrated or embarrassed without having to get angry about it. Because you are in control of you. And you get there by focusing not on the emotion, but on what is going on beneath it. And then getting the information that you need from there. And that is where you make your decisions from. Thank you for bearing with me this week as I do this with a cold. If you would like to dive deeper into this personally, one-on-one, you can send me a message either through my email, which is in the show notes, or you can message me through our Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. Thank you for joining me today, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.